0: Thank you for joining us for another podcast from Covenant Community Church. And now today's message from Senior Pastor John Lofton. glory to God. So in the book of Genesis, the Hebrew word for Genesis is barashitha, barashitha, and it means in the beginning. So we just saw that in the beginning, God created something out of nothing. Uh, It was the heavens and the earth, and it was perfect. But then in in, in verse 2, we saw an earth without heaven, and it became tobu wabohu. So you guys gonna learn Hebrew (laughs) uh, in here too. And so what I want you to see here, how the earth and the heavens are analogous to our relationship with God. Because as a person, and you know, when, when we first were created, we were created special. We were created perfect. Uh-huh. In the garden, I'm talking about. Not right now, born, because we're born into sin right now, because all have sinned. It comes short of the glory of God. I'm not talking about who we are today. I'm talking about back in the garden. Somebody said in the garden. <laughs> this was in the beginning. So in the beginning, the Bible says that God said, let us. Notice he didn't say, let me, because we're still talking about the plurality of God and what we call in Christianity, uh, Trinitarianism. We believe that it's God, the Father, uh, and then God, the Son, Jesus Christ, and then God, the Holy Spirit. So God, the Father, and Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they all said, let us. So the creativity of man, all three of them were involved. He said, let us make man in my image, which is the Latin word imago dei, which means we are in the very image of God. And when he made man in his image and in his likeness, he was just like man. He had uh, just like God. I'm sorry. And he had the authority of God. He can do things. He can set things in order. As a matter of fact, at that particular time, God says, I'm going to show you how bad you are, Adam. I'm going to let every animal pass by you. And I'm going to show you how you are just like me, that you can you can use my anointing and you can speak those things that be not as though they were and you can call things and that's what they shall be. Every animal passed by Adam and he named all of the animals so God can show man what his authority was when he has a direct contact with God. But man became Tobu Wabohu when he preferred to listen to the lie over the truth. And that's what we got in the world today. And that's what the enemy is convincing scores of churches and scores of so-called Christians today. That you're being convinced to believe the lie over the truth. Now, there is not a little truth. There is no such thing as a lieful truth. And there is no such thing as a truthful lie. There is no such thing as being a little pregnant. Either you got a baby in there or you don't. So I believe as a pastor and as a man of God, I believe in absolute truth. Because without absolutes, then we can believe anything. As a matter of fact, the world is trying to convince even the church that we should capitulate to what they believe. And as a matter of fact, some churches are giving in. Instead of standing on the solid rock rock of Christ. But I just choose to tell you the truth because I'm not here to make friends. If you came to make friends with your pastor, you came to the wrong church. I'm here to give you the truth. Now, in the process of giving you the truth, I would hope that I develop a relationship with you. But when I go to be with God, you're not going to be there. And since you're not going to be there, I'm just going to stand on the solid rock of Christ. And since I'm not going to be there with you, that means that you had to read and study his word just as much as I do because you can't blame me. <laughs> I like that part, right? You can't say, well, Pastor John didn't teach it. I would have been a better man if he had a talk better. He couldn't preach. <laughs> I know I can't. I can't preach at all, but I, I can teach a little bit. So we don't want to be told, but do we saints so God? Now, now, don't let the enemy steal your identity because that's what the world is doing. He's stealing the identity of people because God created them male and female. He wasn't schizophrenic. He knew exactly what he was doing. Hello, somebody. So it was in the beginning. And so in order for you to understand everything in the middle and at the end, you got to go to the beginning. And if you don't understand the beginning of things, then you can change everything in the middle. And that's what we're seeing in the world today. Things are changing. Things are flipping. I read to you Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20, when it said there is coming a society that would call evil good and good evil. Now Christianity is evil. Uh, We're living in that day. We're living in the day that if you say the name of Jesus, you'll get persecuted. But if you say Allah, then you okay. Come on, somebody. I didn't stutter. And it just makes me mad. It just makes me say Jesus a lot more. Because, see, I, I, I don't mind making people angry about my God. Because, see, I, you weren't there when God delivered me from alcoholism. See, nobody was there. None of those Muslims was in the room with me when God delivered me. And I've never read anywhere where Muhammad delivered anybody from drugs. As a matter of fact, if you read the Quran, in the Quran, it says Jesus is a, was a prophet and Jesus was a healer. It's not even in the Koran that Muhammad was a healer. But yet you rather believe a lie over the truth. And you just happen to fall off in the church. They're going to give you the truth up in here. Right? Because I don't back down from these people. Hey, so what do they call you narrow-minded? I don't care. I know where I'm going. I'm trying to help you get there. Hello? Because, see, when you know the truth, you don't have to debate about it. I never debate God's word. I get people want to debate with me all the time. I don't have to debate truth because I know where I'm going. So don't try to get into these little discussions with people and you can't convince them anyway. Only the Holy Ghost can do that. You just keep on planting those little seeds. You continue to be a light to people. And guess what? They will see your light before they hear your light. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Let me move on. Y'all didn't like that part. So let me get some more. So, so let me just give you uh, an example of that. Before Jesus ever stepped foot in the land of the Gadarenes, the demon said, Jesus, hold on. Jesus never said a word. Are y'all seeing this with me here? Are y'all seeing this? Come on, come on. Jesus just came to a city and the demons was like, whoa, wait, we checked the clock. What are you doing here? You, you, you here before the time. (laughs) You a little early. What's going on? Jesus said, hold your peace. So before even Jesus said anything, the demons understood the light. See, when you step foot into a situation, when you go into somebody's house, when you go on your job, when you are in your community, the demons see your light. You may not see it, but they see it. That's why they respond the way that they do. That's why when I'm on my job, certain people come over to me, they know to change their language. Because they know I'm not going to put up with it. I tell you in a heartbeat, you're going to talk that kind of language. You better get away from around my cube. Why? I don't have to hear that nonsense. You don't have to hear it. See, faith comes by hearing. You got to protect your ear gate because we got so much stuff going into our ear gate, and that's why we don't have it in faith now. We got all of these unfaithful words going in and all this negativity going in. And see, when you listen to that stuff, that's what you build your faith upon It's all of the negative stuff. That's why when you go through things in your past, you got to stop looking at your past because if you keep holding on to your past, you can't grab a hold of your future. And see, so we got too many people that are trying to live their lives looking in the rearview mirror, and you can't go forward if you keep looking back. Talk to me, somebody. And God said, let there be light. The Spirit begin to move across all of the darkness because you got to have a move of the Spirit so that you can have a word from God. And when the Spirit moves, see, that's why in our church we do worship first. We want there to be a move of the spirit. We want there to be a stirring of the spirit. We want you to come in and, and your heart is broken. We want you to come in and you understand that without God you are nothing. And when you got here, you was broke, busted and disgusted when you walked into the place. And father, when you walk into this place and you can sense the love of God, you know you are in the right place. You know you can cry out to God. You know you won't be judged. You know you're gonna be loved. You know you're going to be encouraged. And when you lift your hands to the the father of glory he can't help them but to bless you when there's a move of the spirit then you get a word from God the Bible said the spirit moved, and God said and when there's a stirring of the spirit that's when you gotta get the word in there saints of God is not enough for you be filled with the Holy Ghost and you talking in tongues all over the place you better get some word because there's scores of people who can speak in tongues can't untie two scriptures Trust me, I'm always around them because they always want to show how much of the word they know when they get around a pastor. I'm like, you just you you need to stop. <laughs> that ain't even what that scripture says, anyway. <laughs> they just is confused. You know, isn't it so so amazing that you find so many people that want to be a pastor, but they're not even qualified? Because the only way I was qualified is he called me. <laughs> I'm tell you, I ain't want to be no pastor. I wanted. I wanted to just. <laughs> I wanted to just show up. I ain't lying. I was comfortable showing up. I was good with them, baby. I was good. I just showed up. Woo! Pastor preach. Got it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to the house. <laughs> I'm going to the house. Don't have to worry about being ridiculed or persecuted because I didn't say something right. I didn't look at somebody right. I didn't dress the right way. My head was too bald and too shiny. It was always something. 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 Y'all was dealing with something, so I I I, I was I enjoy being church folk. I did, I did. Don't you enjoy being church people? Don't you? Aren't you glad that you don't have to do this every week? Amen. Every week, Amen. and have to go do a full time job. Mm-hmm. You better know that better be God. <laughs> I've slapped a lot of folks before now. <laughs> it has to be God, Amen. Somebody say God said. See, something about this light. See, God said, let there be light. And one thing that I got to make sure that I, I help you understand, that when God said, let there be light, he wasn't talking about the sun as you in. See, you got to understand that he wasn't talking about the sun as you in. He said, let there be light. If you read the Bible very carefully, the sun and the moon wasn't created to the fourth day. This is the first day. Uh You got it? You got it? So when he said, let there be light, you know he wasn't talking about light. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He said, let there be light. So when he said, let there be light, that means Jesus, have your way. (laughs) See, 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 he said, Jesus, have your way. So in other words, I'm going to loose you to do what you got to do. Somebody said, let there be light. (laughs) See, see, that light is amazing to me because this light, like I, like I said, it wasn't normal light because this light was here before the sun, S-U-N. And I read a scripture over there in Revelation chapter 22 yesterday, verse 5. It says, they need no lamp nor the light of the sun for the Lord God gives them light. So this light is, was before the sun and this light will be after the sun is destroyed. Because in heaven there will be no sun. Because the sun of righteousness with healing in his wings is going to light up the whole world. Yeah. Wow! Man, that's exciting news for me. Come on, God is going to take somebody like me and clean me up? Make me a pastor, all folks. <laughs> y'all, just, y'all just don't understand. <laughs> oh, Lord. There is a story. I thank God for his light. Somebody lift your hands and say, I thank God for his light. See, he said, let there be light. God said, let there be light. God the Father created, God the Spirit regenerated, and God the Son illuminated. Let me say that one more time. You can put that on Facebook. Don't don't put my name on it. Go ahead and do it. I'm going to give it to you for free. You ready? All right. God the Father created, God the Spirit regenerated, and now it's time for us to talk about God the Son who illuminated, illuminated, I'm sorry, illuminated. So he's lighting us up right now. So write this down. The activity of the spirit and the ministry of the word are inseparably joined together. That's what we need to know in, this, in the church. Because we've got to have balance. For, for the Bible says unjust weights are an abomination to God. So we've got to have balance in the house of the Lord. So you just can't be all super spiritual all the time. Have you ever had... Mm, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go, yeah. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever ran into somebody that was oversafe? I don't know what I'm talking about, right? Just oversafe just you you just saved for no reason you just you you man you 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 just say hello and you get a sermon. You can be an elevator. Hey, how you doing, man? God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed coming out. The enemies that come after me one way, they share a flee seven ways, and then they're cussing folks out the next minute. So I just want to walk up to him and say, what happened to that God that <laughs> blessed in the city and the field? <laughs> I guess he's just not blessed here at the bank, I guess. I don't know. Right? You ever ran into people like that? And you just, you just, you just want, you just saying hello. See, see, that's the, see, when your light is shining, you don't need all that. See, most of that stuff is done by fakery anyway. We need to stop all this fakery and just be real. You know, you know God, you have a solid relationship, so let people see your light. See, one of the things that this man said about, about Jay is, I saw a change. See, saints of God, let me just just clarify some things. I'm way off my message, and that's all right. We'll pick it back up next Sunday. Something I just need to clarify. Just because you say a prayer at an altar don't mean you got saved. If there is no change in your life, there was no conversion. And something that I have read, I understand, and I do believe, is that when the Holy Spirit comes into a person, the Holy Spirit will change that person. And if you keep acting a fool, you didn't get what you were supposed to get. Because the Holy Spirit changes you. It changes your nature. See, one thing about your nature. See, let me talk about a pig. Can I talk about a pig for a second? How many of you guys grew up on a farm? Y'all know about pigs. See, Randy, got a couple folks know about pigs. You ever, a pig can eat anything. I ain't lying. You can throw shoes. I, you can throw anything in that hog pit. that rascal will eat everything. Everything. <laughs> now, I grew up in the country, and my grandmama, she kept pigs for a long time, hogs. She didn't keep pigs, she kept hogs. And I don't know the difference, but I think a hog is bigger than a pig, but I don't know. <laughs> Y'all got to help me. But she, this is what my grandma. my grandmama said, if you keep hogs, you'll never have snakes. Now, I, I haven't been, been able to, to, to prove that, but she said that. And guess what? We never saw any snakes. I don't know if the hog ate the snakes, but I guess they do because they root the snake out of a snake hole, right, with the, with the, with the snout, right? So you got a hog. A hog, it's, see, there's a difference between a hog and a lamb. See, a hog loves dirty things. As a matter of fact, they prefer. See, there's a scripture in the book of Psalms that says you can dress up a hog and put jewelry in the snout of his nose, and that hog gonna go right back to the hog pen. Boy, ain't that something? You can clean a person up, they can look good on the outside, they can hot top, ba 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 me a Cadillac and a Kawasaki, they can do all that. But guess what? The nature is gonna prove if they're saved or not, because the nature's gonna go right back to the hog pen. Amen. Now, you can look good, you can dress good, and sound good and talk good, but you may not be good. Because your nature hasn't changed. See, that's the difference. When a hog get into to all of that, that mud and the mire, that rascal don't they have a good time. Because that's, that's what they like. That's the environment that they like. But if you take a beautiful lamb, if you put a lamb in mud, the lamb is going to cry out, why? Why? Because it's in the hog pen, but it don't want to be. Uh-huh. See, see, when I knew that my nature was changing, because I used to go to the club, I used to drink the club out of liquor. <laughs> I used to walk out with the club owners and don't remember anything, and wake up in my bed. See, so, so I'm, I'm showing you something. I'm trying to paint a picture to you that I ain't so such a much myself, right? So I went through a lot of stuff myself. So, I wasn't talking in tongues when I was born. So, I did live a little. I had some struggles, right? So, but I knew my nature was changing because I might be in the club, but I didn't want to be. Uh huh. So, I was in the hog pen, but something was going on on the inside that I know I'm in it, but I don't want to be. Yeah, yeah. See, this is what happened with the prodigal son. The prodigal son's nature began to change, and he said, I know I'm in the hog pen, but I got to come to myself because I can go back to my father's house. And some of us got to come to ourselves and realize you need to really get saved because if your nature keeps driving you to the clubs and, and to alcohol and to drugs and to sex, it's something wrong. Am I in the right church? Amen? And so, so your nature is changing. So your nature changes when you let the light in. And see, notice I said let. Yes, yes. That's an important word, saints of God, let. Somebody say let. Yes. Let means that something has been hindered that has to let you go. And some of you will have to let something go so the light can come in. Sometimes you got to let go of re- relationships in your life. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. But sometimes you got to let people go. Hello, somebody. Sometimes you got to let family members go. Yeah, I almost fell out on the power of God (laughs) then. Family members, ooh. Yeah, thank you, Randy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pastor, I thought you were a Christian. I am. And I'm trying to keep my Christianity. But sometimes you get around some folks, you (laughs) y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) There's some folks you go around and you know you had to be prayed up. I ain't last one that. as soon as they walk up to you, you go ha ba 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 oh hey man how you doing <laughs> why cuz you got you got to get your mind right you got to get your spirit right cuz you know it's going to be something negative we all got those people you know when you go around and they're going to ask you man let me let me hold a little something <laughs> you know, he's got that. See, this, this is what I'm talking about. The black family. Now I don't know if y'all do it in a white family, Hispanic family or not, but when you go to family reunions, we all know that one person. Come on. That one person I always wanna hold something. Uh, you know, he ain't talking about your car keys. He said, What you got a little something? You got a little something? Can I hold can I hold a little something? Can I hold a little something? You got a little something? You better not walk up there like you got a little money because he's gonna worry you to death. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You hold a little something talking about a little money. See, see, he knows what I'm talking about because he from Wilson, eh? you can't get no more country than Wilson. The Wilson is country, right? Amen. <laughs> I've been through Wilson, boy. I had to get about a bottle of Wilson. Hey, Lord, that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> How many of you guys been to Wilson? Wilson, North Hey man. Don't stay long. Don't stay long. See. see <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk about Wilson, but Wilson is, Wilson is all right. Wilson is all right. And so when we get back to this thing, you say, let, you got to let, you got something that's hindering you, you, ma- you must let it go. And see, there's a, there's a scripture that Apostle Paul says, he says, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I understood as a child. He said, but when I became a man, Paul says, I put away childish things. Notice what Apostle Paul did not say. He did not say, God put them away for me. See, God won't Take away what we should be putting away. And a lot of times we're asking God to take something when God is saying, no, give it to me. Like some of these relationships. God, this man is driving me crazy. Take him, Lord. He's like, I ain't taking him. I ain't taking him. I ain't taking him. I ain't going to take him. I ain't going to take He's going to drive you. He's going to keep driving you crazy. You got to let him go. Come on, you got to be like Teddy Pendergast. think I better let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. See, I went right on back in the world. Y'all ain't helping me. Y'all ain't helping me. See, see, you better let it go. Somebody say, better let it go. You got to let the light come in. See, what, a, what is it in your life right now that you think that you might need to let go that's hindering more of God? We all have it. Right? We, I have it. We all have it. Is it, is it laziness? It could be. Is it procrastination? It could be. It could be. It could be. I don't know what it is for you. I know mine. It, are you just too busy? Did, are you busying yourself so you don't have to spend time with God? And then you use that as an excuse. God, well, you know, I'm in school. You know, I got the job. You know, I'm starting a business. God, I ain't got time. I can't be praying for folks. I got, I got to get up and get my business plan together. And then when it don't work, then who you go to? God, please bless this business. I'm broke. And God said, yeah, you should have talked to me first. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so talk to him. Let it go. Let it go. Somebody say, let it go. The Bible says in Psalms 119 and 130, it says, the entrance of thy word gives light. Let me tell you what that light is. Light is truth. Light is truth is separation light is righteousness light is holiness light is wisdom light is understanding light is the resurrection light is reconciliation light is healing light is authority light is revival light is salvation light is deliverance light is knowledge light is order light is love when God says let there be light That's what you're speaking. So when you look at your family, when you look at your community, when you look at your business, and you say, let there be light. Everything that's dark has to let it go. Somebody shout, let there be light. Come on, I want everybody to stand to your feet right now. Stand to your feet and grab the hand of the person next to you right now. And I want you to start praying for them. And every area, I want you to say, let there be light. Let there be light. They might need a healing in their bodies right now. You say, let there be light. They might need a loved one that's saved right now. You say, let there be light. Come on and pray for them right now. Say, let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. Because light shines in darkness. I feel like that's one of these mornings I need to pray because the light need to come in. Because you just never know what people are going through. Hallelujah. One thing I've learned being a pastor, we're either going into a problem, we're in a problem, or we're coming out of one. And if you're like me, you got two or three going on at the same time. It seemed like every time in a lane, come out of a problem, we go right back into another one. But I declare right now, I'm, I'm, I'm screaming, let there be light. When I was praying over you this morning in my prayer time, I just began to speak light into every situation in your life. Light light. Remember back in Genesis, it was nothing but darkness. There was no activity. There was nothing going on. But the Spirit of God moved and God declared the light to shine. See, you may feel right now that there's no activity that you're doing for God. You may feel right now there's not a whole lot that you're doing for the Father of glory right now. But guess what? The Spirit of God moved then and the Spirit of God will move now. And what you need to do is let something go in your life so that the light can come in. See, when the light comes in, he begins to illuminate you so that you can see him more clearly. Let me give you an example what light does. Let me give you an example. If you go out there now and you stare at the sun too long, S-U-N, and you look away, what you see? Nothing but darkness. Darkness. Why? Because the sun reveals the dark things. When the sun comes in as O-N, he, through the Holy Spirit, reveals. (laughs) That's why you got to have the word. And as a Christian, we cannot survive. Without this, every one of us have to study, not just the pastors and the prophets and all those who are in pulpits. We all need to know this word because the interest of that word brings light. Light won't come in if you don't know this, saints of God. And I mean, you got to be tenacious about it because you'll fall asleep on it like I do. You, You will put it off and say, I'll do it tomorrow. Come on, anybody else like that? So I'm telling you stuff that I'm experiencing, too. But you have to be intentional about studying the Word of God. And in today's times, we do not have the flexibility not to study His Word. We have to be armed and dangerous, amen? We hope you've been blessed by today's powerful teaching. Thank you for your continued prayers and financial support of this ministry. Visit us in person at 5805 West Highway 74 in Indian Trail, North Carolina. That's near Lowe's Hardware. Or you can find us on the web at www.changeatc3.org. That's Change, C-H-A-N-G-E-A-T-C, the number 3.org. Or call us at 704 821 7368 Covenant Community Church where the truth is revealed.